What's going on? Welcome back to another podcast. As always, I apologize for any background noise or anything of that nature. I will be shuffling cards in the background, so don't mind that. So what I want to talk about in today's podcast is how to connect to your angels, because I realize that there's a lot of information out there for that specific thing, but I've never made one of those, like one of that informational content type of videos regarding if you believe in things that are beyond yourself. So obviously everything is kind of built and based off your values and beliefs in life. Like if you value having stability in your life, then you try to go to school to get a good education for a good job so that your life will be stable and so that your kids will have, you know, a roof over their head and food on their table every single day of their lives, right? Like you prepare yourself for every event in your life and that comes with what you believe in and what you believe in are your values. Like if you value comfort and, I don't know, what's the word for things that come easily? Fuck, it's on the tip of my tongue. Convenience is the word, okay. So if you value comfort and convenience, then you don't go to a third world country, you feel me, to be there and, you know, live like they do. You live in a first world, or you move to a first world, or you move to some place where it's easy to have convenience, right? And everything about your life has to do with your values, and your values correlate to your beliefs. If you believe in capitalism super, super, super heavily, or if you're a Republican or a Democrat, then you fight for those causes, and you fight for those beliefs. And if you believe in Western medicine, you fight for that belief, right? And if you value medicine and Western tradition and doctors and shit like that, then you fight for those things. So that's what I mean by your beliefs create your physical reality, because they do. And if you don't see that for yourself, then you're not at a mind space where you're able to connect to your angels in the first place. And I just want to say that because it's kind of like if a 12-year-old said that they were ready to have a kid. You, as a 12-year-old, might feel that you are ready for this kid because you want it, because you want something to love so badly that you're like, I want to have a kid. And you don't care that you're 12. Not saying that you're not ready, right? Not to say that this person wanting this thing is unrealistic, right? It's just not at your abilities yet, right? Like everything is just strengthening. It's kind of like if you've never went into a boxing rink and you're like, I want to be a pro, I want to win that trophy. And you've never boxed a day in your life, you're going to need practice. And to say that you're going to win or that you want to win is kind of not the point right? Like, you want to connect to your angels, but being able to do that is a different story. And you have to build that up, just like you built up everything in your life. Just like if you say, I want a million dollars, you start off with a dollar in your bank. You work your way up to that point. So it's not that it's, you know, not 
grabbable for you or it's not possible for you. It's that you need to make it possible for yourself. And how do you make it possible for yourself? By maturing. By actually doing better for yourself mentally. And having emotional intelligence, 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 street intelligence, intuition, intelligence, a bunch of different things that correlate to your person. So, with that being said, if you're at a state where you believe and you fully, fully, fully can comprehend what I am saying, then we'll continue with the how-to. So if you're at a level where you comprehend what I'm saying and what I mean with all of these metaphors and all of these analogies and all of these different ways of explaining things, then you're at a, you're at a level where you're basically ready. If you're mature enough to understand what I'm saying, then you're at a level where your brain, your intuition, your whatever the fuck you believe in, whatever is your values, will line up. So, with that being said, if you want to talk to your angels, it's about making room for them. It is not about you listening, because you're already listening. The fact that you're here means you're listening. So, that's is kind of I'm not going to say that it's not the point, but in a way it's not the point like, you want to connect to your angels or to whatever the fuck you believe in spirits, guides, deities it's not about you trying because the harder you try for something the more it runs away from you take any journey for example, when you try harder Take having a cat, for example. When you are smothering a cat, it wants to get away with, away from you harder than if you straight up ignore the cat every single day. Take failed relationships, for example. Every single time that one person was trying harder, the other person was like, ugh, stop, you're trying too hard. And vice versa. If somebody was chasing you super, 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 super hard, you're like, ugh. I don't know why you're doing all of that for. You feel me? Like, everything is about working smarter and not harder. So, when you want to connect to your angels, it's not about you trying to listen and taking every single thing as a sign, but being open to certain things being that designated sign. Like, if you say, I want to hear my angels, what you need to do is make a space for them. Let's say, for example, like my sign for my angels is to look at the time. And whatever time it is correlates to something that they're trying to tell me. It's kind of like when people say angel numbers. But I only take the time and my battery percentage as an angel number. Why? Because that's what I want to look at in order to correlate to that. It's not... Like, some people will look at car license plates, some people will look at billboards, some people will look at food labels, anything with a number. 
which I'm not saying is wrong because they're making room but I'm saying that you need to make one designated spot because sometimes we can get lost in making room right to the point where we're in the clouds so you need to make one designated spot and designate that spot it's kinda like if you ask the universe for a specific sign and they bring you that specific sign because they're paying attention to you and they want you to pay attention back but if you're looking at everything then you're too distracted it's kind of like if you're in a spaceship full of buttons you don't know which ones to start the fucking engine right so you just start pressing all of them you're like one of them has to do it that's what we do as people when we're trying to find a sign and we're making signs right like the people who get told that they read too deep into every situation it's kind of like that it's not that you're reading deep into every situation and say you're getting lost in trying to find it instead of letting it come to you it's kind of like if I told you to pick one card out of a deck of cards right like magicians and I go through the deck and I don't know which card is yours but your card is in there so I'm gonna flip is this one yours no 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 and finally I go through so many and then finally I get the one that is I am too lost in trying to get the right one to give you the right card and if you don't comprehend that analogy or metaphor then you're not at a space of mind where you're gonna be able to hear your angels, guides, deities, whatever the fuck you're trying to talk to. Or universe. So ask for something specific. Because if you don't ask for something specific, you will confuse yourself. Because you're like, well, I don't know what this means. I saw it, but I don't know what it means. It's kind of like me shuffling this deck, trying to pull your specific card that I get lost and none of them are yours. And so by the time I get to yours, it's no longer a magic trick. I failed. Right? So, take my example. I only take the time on my phone and the battery percentage on my phone. I only take those as angel numbers. But I don't look them up. I wrote a list 1 through 10 and each number 1 through 10 I attached my personal meaning to. Right? Like, a lot of people see 1-1 one, one, and they think that's manifestation. Or 2-2 two, two, and they think that's protection. And 3-3 three, three, and they say that your angels are there, or whatever. For me, I attach specific meanings. Like, 1 means that uh, I'm in alignment with what I want, aka my manifestations. I'm, I'm in alignment with the things that I specifically want. And twos, I made them so that I know that my angels are listening to me and that they're there with me in times of need. So you basically have to attach your own personal meanings because everything is based off your life. Like how I said, if you are a Democrat or Republican, you fight for those beliefs. 
You have to make your own beliefs and then sit in them firmly and not let anybody tell you that they're not real. Because if I would have been alive, let's say 200 years ago, would a Democrat and Republican, would they be real to me? No, they wouldn't. So does it matter that they're real now? Did it matter back then? Did any of the arguing matter? No. So don't care if people, you know, have backlash. And so the first thing I would say to make this like concise for the average person to understand is to make a list one through ten and write down your meaning for every single number. So one have a specific meaning, two have a specific meaning, three, four, etc. And that way when you see the numbers they'll have a specific meaning to you. Or if you say red cars mean this, blue cars mean this, cards mean this, trucks mean this, vans mean this, it could be anything as long as you attach your meaning. Make a list of something that they can send you. Right? Whether that be on Monday send me pink cars. Only pink cars. On Tuesday only send me yellow cars. On Wednesday send me bright neon green. Right? You have to attach and create your personal ideas of what that is for you. And what you want those signs to be like. It doesn't have to be cars, it doesn't have to be numbers, it doesn't have to be letters, it doesn't have to be anything specific. You could just say, on this specific day, send me, I don't know, send me someone who's going through a crisis to come randomly spill all of their trauma onto me so I know you're here. And watch as you go out and people randomly come up to you and tell them everything about you. Or tell themselves. Tell you everything about themselves. And if you have a notebook, make a designated notebook for writing them letters. This is the second thing I would recommend for you to do. Whatever your belief is, write letters to them because you have to establish a relationship. And how do you establish relationship? Relationships are based off communication. It's kind of like if you and your dad don't talk or communicate effectively, then your relationship with your dad is not a good one because you can't even talk to the person. And that's why I say to write letters to them. It doesn't matter what you write about as long as you're writing to them. And as it just has to correlate in some way to them. And the way that I would assign the letter would be dear and then whatever you're trying to connect to. Dear angels, dear guides, dear deities, dear universe. And then at the end, write love, and then your name, just like you would in a letter. And if you don't feel like writing letters, then just do that for journals. But I would recommend writing because writing, in a way, it's its own power. Writing puts things to a solid 3D formation. It's kind of like... If I were to fold up a paper and make it into origami, 
Now I have origami from a piece of paper. You feel me? So letters are powerful whether you recognize that they're powerful or not. It's kind of like when people write contracts, they write them down. They don't just verbally say them. Because verbal communication is only there for the moment. It comes and it goes. Just like time. But when you make something physical, it stays here longer. Which means it has more power. It's kind of like when you turn on a sink, that water only has power in that moment. But if you have water inside of a cup, that lasts longer. Therefore, giving it more power. <clears throat> so, if you want to connect, I would recommend writing. Because writing is a powerful, powerful thing. Regardless whether you recognize that or not. So, first one is have specific signs and write those signs down and the meanings of those signs. And they have to be very specific, like if you're trying to really make space for them, you need to make them specific. Like, be like, on Tuesdays, bring me a blue sponge. I want to only see a blue sponge. And this blue sponge is going to mean this, and you write that down. Have your own, like, dictionary, or your own... It's kind of like a to-do list. Have a list of basically your own vocabulary between you and this thing of the beyond. It's creating vocabulary. And then when you create vocabulary, you're able to interpret what they are saying. It's kind of like how we created books. We created books so that me and another person could read the same thing and have the same thought and therefore we're connected and therefore we're on the same page. It's kind of like if I call somebody and they talk to me in English, we are communicating because we're both in English and they're not talking to me in Chinese because I can't understand Chinese. You feel me? So you make vocabulary by making signs. And those specific signs give you room for a grounded understanding. So, first things first, you want it to be grounded, so make room. And if you want to receive downloads or have an etheric sense of being where you don't even have to have those signs, where you just telepathically be able to understand and understand and feel what they're telling you like a medium that is about you making room for that so that means you have to meditate every day and say during this time of meditation this is what I want and from what you want they'll tell you what they want because just like you value yourself they value themselves and when you're having this etherical conversation you need to have mutual respect it's kind of like that story of this little girl who prayed for the devil and then when she died all of her expenses were paid off and somebody in a suit came to her funeral and said I want to pay for everything that she had because she was the only one that prayed for me regardless of what that story represents it's about respect and you need to create respect, grounded communication, and vocabulary to be able to understand, understand, and feel what somebody else is feeling. 
It's kind of like when you have a best friend, right? You start off as not-so-close friends, and then you start to see each other every day. And then after a year, you've developed inside jokes. You've developed things that you could say to this person because you know that they'll understand it. You develop a lot of things between each other because of building that understanding. So, first things first, build vocabulary. How do you build vocabulary? By making signs. How do you make those signs? Write down a list of things that you want to see and what they mean. And that is making space for them to show themselves to you. And two, write them letters because you don't just not talk to your best friend and call each other best friends. Right? Right. And the next step that I'd recommend for the level of respect is to have your own set of designated rules or I just pray but if you're not religious and you don't like that then make a set of rules that comes with having mutual respect you say to your whatever you're trying to connect to universe I respect you so every day I will do this to prove it to you and it's not about worship it's about respect it's kind of like when Christians go to church and they pray to God, it's them showing love, showing their their affection. It's kind of like when they go, when Christians and Catholics go to church, they pray because they want to show this embodiment of Christ that they love them. And that this, you know, God doesn't have to be here for them to prove that. It's like that. So you have to establish, and it doesn't have to be a lot. Just do one thing, if anything. Because I know that people are, you know, working, going to school, going to fucking everything, going to, to the gym. Trying to balance everything that you need to balance. So make it easy for yourself. Because it's not... Something that you need to be adding to the pile of shit that you already have to do. And make sure you stick to that regiment. And if you have a hard time sticking to rules, then you're not at a level of discipline that you're going to be able to do this. Because one, if you're not disciplining yourself, you're not even going to write it down. You're not even going to care about writing letters. Or let that be your rule. If that makes it easy for you. Say, my way of showing you respect is writing you letters. Every day. And then you write letters. Every day. You're killing two birds with one stone. So make it easy for yourself. Because this is all for yourself. You don't need to add more stress to your life if you're already stressed. And don't think of it as a religion. Because every single being is the embodiment of of the beyond or the ether or nothing and everything or possibilities if you're really sciencey 
to make everything easy for yourself, just make one rule. So I'm gonna go through the list over and over and over just so that you understand what's going on. First thing, make signs. How do you make signs? Designate things and attach meanings to those designated things and write that down. Two, write letters to them. And three, make a rule. One rule. Like my rule to show respect is to pray every night. I pray every single night. Even though I myself am not religious and I don't go to church. I pray and I thank God for everything. Regardless of whether the fact that I believe in God. Because whatever is taking care of me has been doing a great job. I have not struggled a day in my life. You feel me? I am not struggling for food or water or shelter. And so if you want to make connections with your angels or guides or deities or whatever the fuck you're trying to connect to, you need to be at a level of maturity to understand what they're telling you. Because what they tell you, I guarantee you nine times out of ten, it's not going to be nice. It's not going to just be a pep talk. It's not just going to be them telling you that you're awesome. It's not just going to be good. So you have to be prepared for the good and the bad because they're going to be brutally honest with you. And the universe is going to be brutally honest with you. And yourself is your biggest critic. So, of course, you're going to be brutally honest with yourself. And you have to be prepared for that brutal honesty. Because that's just how life is. And... When you're able to do all those three things, it's going to be hard at the beginning because you're not going to feel like anything's happening, especially if you don't see anything happening. Like if you say, I only want to see 111 when you guys are near me and you never see 111, then it's going to be, it's going to feel like nothing's happening but the only reason that that is the way it is like the only reason that you feel something's not working is because you're trying to make that work so when you designate these signs be oblivious to the signs that you just created i know that's going to be really fucking hard because you're going to be really excited it's kind of like when you used to buy a new toy as a kid and you couldn't wait to get home to play with that shit or if you bought a new dress, or new shoes, or new sweaters, or new pants, and you couldn't wait to put that shit on, or anything of that nature. Like, you bought something, and you couldn't wait to go use it. That's how it's gonna feel. Because you're unlocking pieces of yourself that you haven't been in touch with for a really, really long time. Like, when adults feel excitement, they say it's anxiety because they don't want to feel excited because that excitement as an adult scares them because they don't know how to quotation marks act correctly act right you feel me because people are judgmental and if you get excited and start to jump around people are gonna look at you and be like what the fuck so we designate our own things as bad things so, keep that in mind. When 
you create this list because you're gonna want to remember the list and you're gonna want to be like oh my god oh my god I can't wait I can't wait write the list close your notebook and don't look at the list until you see that sign don't open the book write down those specific meanings close the book and put it somewhere where you know that it's not gonna be looked at write the rules or the designated signs or whatever you want to call it on the back of a notebook that way you never see them and you don't remember you want to not even remember that you wrote them down that's what I'm trying to say because that's the only way that they'll slap you in the face with them that's kind of like when people say you have to let go of something for it to come in that's the truth it's kind of like take my life for example for me to not or better yet let me flip that because I have a tendency to not speak in a concise line in my life when I want my cat to pay attention to me I ignore her all day and I focus on other things I draw I play video games I watch shows I shuffle tarot cards just to shuffle them not to read them but I make myself busy with things that I know are gonna keep me busy so I'm not paying attention to her and then by the time I'm doing something like if I'm playing video games she'll start to meow at me while I'm sitting in my chair playing my games and I'm like oh okay now she wants my attention and I did that from not giving her attention in the first place it's kind of like if let's say you have a younger sibling and you make them breakfast every single day so they never ask you for breakfast because they know that you're gonna make breakfast right and then one day you don't make breakfast and they're like hey where's breakfast because you didn't make breakfast it's kind of like that you have to in a way let other things come for you you have to let other things chase you and that is what you want this to be when you have these designated signs or designated um, meanings you make those signs chase you don't chase those signs because that's where you get lost if you say it's kind of like when people are like oh spiritual people read too deep into every situation which is not the case because all these signs come to us or they come to you and if you are going to the signs like if you're like I want to see one two three and then you're looking at the time and you're looking constantly for it to be one two three and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting and time passes you'll miss that and that won't be a proper sign why because you're sitting there waiting for it it's kind of like if you plant a tree and you sit and you wait for it to grow that's gonna take way longer and you're not even gonna see the progress you're gonna be sitting there frustrated because you're like why isn't this big already why hasn't this grown what's going on nothing's happening I'm watering this tree and nothing's happening I planted this tree and nothing's happening are you sitting there staring at it are you sitting there waiting for it to happen if you're sitting there waiting for it to happen your impatience is gonna beat your ass and obviously not always 
because there's some people who will sit there and be excited and they don't care how long it takes but that too in a way kind of slows it down it's kind of like when you're in the middle of class and time flies and then that five minutes of class is left and you're staring at the clock and you're like oh my god we have five minutes left so you go back to doing something and you look back at the clock and it's only been one minute and you're doing something and you look back and it's only been 30 seconds it's gonna take longer if you're constantly looking for it so you have to let these signs come to you or let's have room like I said for them to communicate to you because if you don't let them do it or communicate for to you then you're gonna be confused you're just not gonna get it and you're gonna feel frustrated because you're like I'm not getting it so I think that's all I want to do for this one and if I feel like this one's this one does good then I will do another part to go more into depth into how to interpret their communication after you get the signs because you can you know you gotta start somewhere and when you start it's better to start at a place where it's easy for you to understand everything that's going on so if this does well I'll do an extension to this part or I'll do a different part not saying that this is incomplete but there's a lot more to understanding everything and if this does well I'll go more into depth <coughs> so yeah I hope that you have a good day, a good night, I don't know your life, I don't know when you're listening, and I hope that this was helpful, and I hope to see you in the next one. Peace.